Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Creepos, welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast. I'm your host, my name is Vinny, and joining me in studio as always, it's Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, my friend. Buddy boy, buddy boy, it's a Monday. We are here to deliver the creeps, and I'm very happy about last week's episode. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Because, uh, well, I'm going to tell you in a second. Uh-oh. But uh, we, like are, we are here again. I'm going to check. Okay. Am I sounding good? Keep going. All right. I'm going to keep going here. Let's see if we can get this working. Check, check one, two. I think you're okay now. All right. All right. Whatever that thing is that you keep unplugging, stop unplugging that. <laughs> Leave that plugged in. <laughs> All right. I think I got it. Yay. Happy days. Problem fixed. Beautiful. All right, All baby right. boy. No, it was on. It was on. <laughs> I fixed it. All right, folks. Now, today's show, we're going to start off by talking about last week's episode and here to tell us who won on episode 158, Creepiest Airbnb host, it's our review girl, Jessica. Hello. Hey, Jess. Jordan is early today. Yeah. There are no no reviews to read. So I thought, I figured, why not read the reviews from Reddit for last week's episode? And I figured I should. Uh, reveal the winner hey uh just a quick note and maybe we should be doing this off air but uh could you not mention how uh, little interaction we're getting while on the show jess just be like there's tons of reviews but we'll save those for another time oh no there are tons of reviews don't keep them coming it just yes. happened that this week i think the internet's just really bad so they're yeah. not coming in I read about that's that. That's what I meant yeah. to say. That's what right. I meant to say. I <laughs> this word, this word. I love you know what I really enjoy. Here's what I love. What's that? Mean? I love how Carl is correct, but Carl also drew so much more attention <laughs> <know>. to it <laughs> just to be a creep. I'm really an idiot, aren't I? <laughs> Defeating your own point. I really Shane McMahon that one, didn't I? Don't oh, worry, dude. we fixed it. We fixed it. It's all good. All right. Yeah. Well. Are, are you just trying to stall uh, the the announcement of the winner, Carl? Because the winner is Vinny87 to Carl49. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank each and every single one of you, all of my VNN true believers, especially. Excelsior, true believers. Couldn't have done it without you, but I was right. My creep was definitely bigger than yours last week. Carl, well, you, so. you won by a lot, so I guess I'll have to give it to you this time. What well, do we? Uh, we're going to read some of the viewer comments on the Reddit thread to find out where people's heads were at when they voted here. So maybe we get a little bit of uh, insight. A lot of it had to do with the cats. <laughs> That's. Almost all these reviews are never views, uh, comments, I guess, reviews. Sure. Uh, Absolute Leech said, I wouldn't push a cat, but I would use a website called Airbnb and get sexually assaulted by a trans Spaniard. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the first comment right there. Love it. Someone says, I refuse to vote until I start doing the punishments. Also, I'm doing mine. I'm, look at this. You see this? That's a punishment. Oh, it's right there. There was a good recommendation in Discord today that you should have to read that at a gay bar. Yeah. In front of the bartender. I think that's where you have to go to read that book. Yeah, it said at the bar in front of the bartender. Yes. I still like my idea in front of the love sign at Philly. But just a gay bar in Philly. So you can go there. There's just probably one. Just peruse and can I get a glass of water, please? <laughs> <laughs> Da, da, da. Ooh, look, a semen bomb. You ever made one of these? <laughs> I can't believe he had pictures. Water's a little murky there. Uh, sure this is okay? Philadelphia. Uh. <laughs> Philadelphia water is sure as thick. Oh, I mean, have you heard what happened with the, the some of the toxins that got into some of the water? Oh, Philly is A disaster. It, it's fine now. The water's fine now. It's just, <laughs> it was bad at first. Anyway, another review uh, comment. Adam, two... 2890 said i don't like cats so i voted for Vinny, which was Perfect. which was replied to by jelqui bainfield that's that said that's why i love this show i love cats and voted for Vinny. Well, so one person doesn't like cats but voted for Vinny. right then another person i was so confused by that i'm also confused by this yeah. i love it i think all of our listeners People have sound like logic. are dumb is what you're saying Jess. No. yes i agree hey carl <laughs> Somebody came back today. We got something very exciting in, and I'm going to show it to you now, folks. Oh this is the uh, the return of the Vietnam videos. People were oh. very upset with you this last week, Carl. Oh, okay. Oh, God. In the past, we've go. proven Carl to be a liar, racist, and dog whistler. But new evidence has uncovered Carl's deepest and darkest secret so far. He's a cat pusher. <laughs> Rare video logs revealed for the first time show Carl admitting to his dastardly deeds. Sometimes you got to push a cat when it gets on things you don't want it on, you know? It's not that big of a deal. We've all pushed it. a cat before. We've all pushed a cat before. Not only that, Carl is a known associate of Vito Giswaldi, a famous <laughs> cat rapist. Vito, Hi, the cat blaster, Giswaldi, the cat molester, cat rapist. Put a Q-tip up her pussy. There you go. Carl is caught on video making disgusting plans with this vile man. Yeah, hopefully we'll all hang out, and have some fun, to get drunk. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. And what is this fun? They were planning to have after following the paper trail. <laughs> it all led to one thing. Magneto! Can't wait to be a dick! And I believe you admitted to pushing cats, by the way. Yeah. If a cat gets up on something that's supposed to be on, you can push the cat off. Something it's not meant to be on, like a balcony. <laughs> Don't vote for a cat rapist, cat killing friend. Vote for Vinny. Paid for by the Vinny Winnie Heavier Than a City Committee. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. Oh, God, I love those. Thank you, Vaughn. Great job, buddy. I got, so as a video you. editor, I got to give props to him. That, that was fantastic. That was the really Photoshop now, he, was perfect. Yeah. Can I tell you what he told me to pass a message on to you, Carl? Yeah, what's that? If you like the creep off roast video edited before Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah. To maybe hit him up, you fucking asshole. Sounds good. Let's take that offline there, Vinny. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
All right, folks. So, uh, Jessica, thank you for uh, filling this in on everybody's thoughts. I thank hear you're you. doing a, a show later today. What are you up to? Yes, it was pre-recorded, but I'm on Hack the Movies today at three. Uh, it's going to be live on Hack the Movies. We're reviewing the Super Mario Brothers movie from the '90s. Oh, that, <laughs> that one's I, not great. I got a headache watching that. I watched it for, not, not for the first time recently. Ugh. All right, so, but it's going to be great. Started cast though. Yeah, how bad that movie was. Really terrible. <laughs> really, really bad. It really cool. followed the game perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later, Jess. Have a great Bye. week. Take it easy. Bye, Jess. Hey, Vinny. She's so delightful. Did you know that today is a holiday? I did. Super Chat Monday. And Woo! Bill Loney is the first one to come in. Bill Loney. With a Super Chat. We always appreciate that, Bill. Curl is no longer a Pinkman. He's a Malcolm now. You're such a Malcolm. Actually, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking um, that would be a good nickname for Chad because Chad's a middler. So it would make sense. Malcolm in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, as a middler, that hurts so much. Okay, (laughs) here we go, folks. Carl, let's tell everybody what our uh, category is today. Let's start creeping off, shall we? All right, yeah. So the category this week, I think we've done it before, by the way. I think this is a repeat. It's uh creepiest Ohioan. I asked the Oracle and he said, Oh no, and I couldn't find it. So I think it was only because I think that's where Ariel Castro came into the But that show. wasn't why I used him in the category. Though. Big giveaway. Big giveaway. My neighbor got big testicles. We see this dude every day. We eat ribs with this dude. But we didn't have the glue that girl was in that house. She said, please help me get it out. This episode is just amazing all the way around. So far, I'm loving every second of it. I really am. I'm having so much fun today. We got a little dead giveaway. We're going to Ohio. Yes. The worst state in the union. The most boring fucking state to drive through. I fucking hate well, spending time there. The speed limit's 70, though. I'll give him that. I like that. Yeah, well, when you get down south at 75, once you get out of there. All right. Are you ready to start this off? You're going to go first. Ring that bell. Carl, my creep today is from Scioto County, Ohio. He's a Vietnam veteran. He's a retired mechanic, and he preyed upon the weaknesses of drug-addicted women and little children's booty holes. My creep today is 72-year-old Larry Deed Porter. I wanted to start strong. Yeah. How would I do? I see that. By the way, the score, I don't think we mentioned, the score is 3-2. to two. 3-2. to two. Carl's in the lead. So um, I, I can't let you come back and tie this one up. Oh, I can't let it happen. You got no prayer. Uh, in March 2020, Porter was arrested by the Jackson County Sheriff's Department at a McDonald's in Oak Hill. Now, Carl, he got busted in an online predator hunter uh, sting. Oh, but this one was not by YouTubers. This was by the police okay. who are actually doing the same thing YouTubers do. He went and met a girl at a McDonald's where he reportedly offered to pay $80 in exchange for access to a seven-year-old girl. Oh, it's a lot more than 80 bucks. <laughs> I mean, what year is this? Uh, 2020. Yeah, that's not, that's not the going right. Yeah, right around the time of the pandemic, too. Unless that girl has Everybody teeth was like about me. to get stimulus money and everything. Unless that girl has teeth like me, it's going to be more than that. Yeah. So he tells them, I'll be ready around midnight and then be able to return the girl after. The FBI and the Scioto County Sheriff's Office searched his house after his arrest. Oh, boy. Let's, uh, where is it? Oh, boy. When they got a hold of his computer, Carl. Uh Uh-oh. They were able to find documented evidence of Porter's 
pervy crimes of physical and sexual abuse that spanned decades. Okay. And they were way worse than any of them had any idea. Okay. Crimes included giving parents drugs to get access to their kids, keeping them hooked in order to access the children. Like I said, kidnapping, sex trafficking children, and creating and distributing child porn. Oh, I know about this. I, you pronounced Hunter Biden wrong. Okay. No, I know about no, this case. No, no, no. It's a different one. It's okay. a different one. It's okay. It's a different guy. <laughs> Federal prosecutors found all this information. One of these witnesses who was implicated in the ring herself after records show photographs of her were uncovered in sexual positions with a child. I'll explain more on that later. Reported that Porter plied her with weed whenever she came over to hang out with one of his daughters back in the 90s. Okay? Weed? This is when she was a kid. Okay. When the woman reached her early 20s, Porter switched over to providing her oxycodone. All right, now we're getting more fun. Yeah. Now it's a party. Records show once she ran up a drug debt, he forced her into sexual acts to pay them off. So this is, he's basically pimping his daughter's friends in the 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, Zero Dark Tony, Paisan. Vinny is an Italian, is Italian powered by meatballs. Yay, super chats. Thank you, Zero Dark Tony. Thank you, brother. Now, it gets worse though. Larry would also supply drugs to parents, like I was telling you, in exchange for access to male and female children who he would sexually assault and filmed to produce pornography for which he would distribute. Porter began sexually assaulting one of these parents under his control as a child as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So he had like, gener yeah, he was yeah. like the generational drug dealer. Now, two co-defendants admitted to taking their seven-year-old child to Porter's residence on a regular basis to traffic the child sexually in exchange for pills. This included Larry and his buddies or other people he owed favors to coming over to abuse the kid this occurred a few times a week for about five years okay to another co-defendant joshua aldridge 38 this fucking guy was accused of providing two child victims in the case to porter to sexually abuse in order to feed his addiction his girlfriend fell into porter's scheme after she began purchasing drugs from him now according to court records his brother ralph also fucking was in on this with uh with uh larry and he helped Larry cover up some of the crimes after he got arrested. So what got you're arrested. telling me, let, me, let me just try to summarize this so far, what we're hearing. Basically, this guy's a drug dealer, and drug dealers typically No, charge, he's a retired Vietnam vet and a mechanic. Drug dealers typically charge money for drugs, but this guy's going, if you don't have money, we can work out another way, which I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Some people are down on their luck. They're like, look at I, sure. I really like drugs. Sure. Don't have a ton of money. Sure. I do have kids. Can we work something out? And he's just figuring out a way to do that. Carl, he often instructed severely drug-addicted parents to sexually abuse their own children and videotaped it to use it as blackmail. Yeah. <laughs> your point is? It wasn't just promises about either drugs, Carl. Okay. Prosecutors contended that Peter, or that Porter also used the threat of opiate withdrawal, threats to loved ones, beatings to gain compliance. In fact, to make sure women complied with his demands and didn't report his crimes, Porter would duct tape them to chairs, burn them with cigarettes, fire guns by their ears, and use other methods of force. Were they on opiates at the time, though? Because that wouldn't be as bad. I guess. Yeah. If, if you're going to like do that kind of shit to me, like shoot me up first, please. Yeah, if you're just firing guns by your ear, yeah. that's great. <laughs> it's not the best. Uh, now, the produced child pornography... 
he kept on flash drives and used extreme methods to conceal them, including burying the flash drives in the yard surrounding his house and having them hidden on the computers at other friends' houses. Okay. Now, the stuff he was making, Carl, was not like naked kids in the bathtub playing, like that old Nambla shit. One video in particular shows Porter sexually abusing a child at gunpoint. Jesus. Is that what the kid was into? There was uh, the Sopranos. Kids episode, love toy guns. The Sopranos episode where uh, Tony's sister has the gun on her uh, head as they're banging. Maybe the kid was into that. Oh, Jesus You know, like Christ, when, when sex gets boring and you got to introduce some different elements into it to keep it fresh. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. Maybe not. Okay. The stuff he made, like I said, was pretty sick. Now, after he was arrested, again, he's got his hooks and all these people. All these people are addicted to drugs he's supplying. Yeah. So they all tried to help him. Sure. His two daughters and his son-in-law and another one of his cousins went to his house when the cops were in there and were digging through the back of the uh, yard to find all of the SD cards he had buried out there before the cops could get to him. Yeah, you'd think that he would, like, have a map or something. Well, they got busted doing it, and they found a lot more SD cards in his front yard. Now, they also found DVDs, DVDs containing Porter's child pornography at the house of one of his friends. And then, while he's in jail... They record your phone calls, Carl. I don't know if this is a newsflash for everybody listening He's here. ripping that shit to DVDs? That just seems like an extra step. I don't know. And here's the thing. Whatever you do, <laughs> whatever you do, any type, any type of uh, DVD ripping, it's, the DVD is marked to where it came from. Like, it, your computer leaves a marking on it. Sure. So they're able to figure out There's it came from metadata, this guy's house. Yes. Metadata, that's correct. So... He's talking to his cousin, Earl, who owns a gun shop on the phone in jail. And uh, he was basically making plans with the guy to murder one of the witnesses they believed was uh, one of the sources to law enforcement. Doesn't that phone conversation start with you're receiving a call from a corrections facility? Do you accept this call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Bobby, I got murdering to do. Hurry smarter. it up. Now, Porter pled guilty on August 10th to conspiring to engage in sex trafficking by force fraud of coercion, child sex trafficking, and participating in drug trafficking conspiracy. He ended up with 40 years in prison. Ten other people, accomplices in this, also all got time in prison, and he has to pay $315,000 in restitution to victims. Now, fun fact we found out after, Carl. I know Hold how you love second. them. Hold on a second. This guy has to pay $315,000. Yeah, to the victims. He was he was raping these kids, drugging the parents, yeah. torturing them. Yeah. And how much does Alex Jones owe the families of the Sandy Hook victims? Uh, $1.6 billion? Okay, that makes sense. Go on. You were saying. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, federal filing show the FBI investigation into Porter kicked off in 2019. Porter was almost caught in 2011. Oh, what do you know, everybody? The FBI and the police dropped the ball on this one. Really? According to records, a witness was there to buy drugs from Porter, but called the police after he left his house because they found him sitting in a chair, in a computer chair, naked with a five-year-old girl naked on his lap. Oh, boy. Records show that when the police were called... Was he at least wearing a Santa hat or something? Nope. No? All right. The mother of the child, when contacted by the police, said that he was babysitting and no charges were filed. 
So the babysitter was naked with their kid. People were over. And you don't want us to arrest this guy? No, it's fine. That's just Uncle Larry. Yep. This person's having withdrawals on the other side of the phone. (laughs) Unbelievable. That is my creep this week. Larry Dean Porter. Carl, let's do it. It's a great creep, Vinny. Let's Let's, do it. Let's hit some of these uh, super chats real quick. Let's get caught up. People are having a lot of fun. uh, All right. Oh, I definitely missed a couple of them. So let's go back up here. So Baloney with $5. Give the win to Vinny. Carl doesn't do the consequences anyway. Fuck off, Baloney. I got two that I'm going to do, but... Did you hear the Nick Bates music that we created? We've done some really good consequences. I believe there. that got taken off the internet. It I think did. it got taken. I put it on Discord. Good for you. All right. What do we got here? Cam, Cam Critical. Critical. Five bucks. Vinny is playing to win this week. I'll root for the underdog. Let's hear how creepy Zumok is. <laughs> People are predicting that I will be bringing Chad Zumok today as the creepiest Ohioan. Yeah. Cardiff Electric. $2.80 Canadian. There's your salary for subreddit surfing. Oh, hey, I got payday. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> payday, everybody. Tonight at 8 o'clock. To be a good show. Great. All right. Uh, Two dollars. Vinny named three current players from Italy's roster. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, he's got you there. <laughs> Fischetti. Pizza pie. Uh, Mario. Ricky. 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 And Neymar. There you go. Ivan Neymar's on there. I remember that one because I was like, there's an Italian dude named Ivan. Let me know if I'm right. I may have butchered those names. I will say the national teams rarely have people from that nation on them anymore. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, Carl, who's your creep this week? All right, my creep this week. Oh, wait, hold on. One uh, more. Uh, one more from not Mark Two Bucks. <laughs> Why does the wind blow? Why does the wind blow in Michigan? Because Ohio sucks. It's <laughs> funny. No, Ten bucks from Zero Dark Tony. I think Vinny wins forever. I agree. What is going on over here? It's like a mutiny. What is happening? Ian Hawk says Carl saying fun is just as cringe as steel toe. Okay. Ah, All right, here we go. I don't know anything about steel toe and I don't like it. <laughs> All right. So Vinny, I'm going to bring a creep. His name is Juan Kinley. He is from Clark County, which the uh, largest town in Clark County is Springfield, Ohio. And in order to find information about this case, it wasn't all that easy. I had to find a podcast called Ohio 88. Okay. There are 88 counties in Ohio. And this woman, Heather, does a podcast about each of the counties. And when she was talking about Clark County, she talked about this case with uh, Juan Kinley. Juan? This is kind of like a bonus. Who are these creepos? Because I I do have a uh, true crime podcast that we'll be featuring in a little bit. So you're basically going to be playing a podcast to us right now. Yes. And then you're going to be playing another podcast to us after. Correct. And this is maybe one of the worst podcasts I've ever heard in my life, but it did give me some information that I needed. But listen to this, but you're going to like this. Median household income in Clark County is 48,000. Oh, yeah. I should mention it starts off with five minutes of just Wikipedia facts about Clark County, how much land there is, how many people live there, income, all that kind of shit. Median household income in Clark County is 48502 This is less than the median annual income of 61937 across the entire United States. The economy of Clark County, Ohio, employs about 60,000 people. Hmm. Insert music. To learn more about Clark County, head on over to Patreon Insert music. She's like making a mental note and it leaves it in the show. 
Unbelievable, Heather. Unbelievable. Wow. Thank okay. you for that. And then she goes, for more information about Clark County, go Hold to my on. Patreon. Hold on. Edit Carl out. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Carl. Somebody said when you had my mic off that turn the mic on, but turn off the camera. I saw that comment. It's a wise guy. Good advice. Over there. She's Louise. Now, what I'm going to present to you today is a love story, Vinny, because Juan Kinley is a 22-year-old man in 19. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Carl. I just want to say yeah. I really appreciate being back on the creep off where everyone calls you ugly. I know, right? Holy shit. <laughs> if you listen to anybody who ever watched WATP, I am a fucking monster. Yeah, there was some pretty funny uh, threads in the subreddit. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, go ahead. I'm I wasn't going to bring it up. I actually felt bad. Really? <laughs> 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 Why? Who gives a fuck? All right, so this guy, uh, Juan, started dating this woman, Thelma. And Thelma is a 31-year-old woman with two sons. Juan's a 22-year-old man. They work together at a restaurant. And one month into dating, he beats the shit out of her because she went out to a movie with another guy. And he's uh, the jealous oh, type. Oh, so she was cheating. Well, he's the jealous type. And so he beat her up pretty good. And this would continue on. And he would routinely beat and threaten to kill Thelma as they were dating. In fact, December of 1988, he got so pissed off that he beat her up at work at the restaurant. So what, what was the name of the restaurant? Oh, I don't know. Black and Blue Burgers. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, so she decided to stop dating Juan because he's a little bit violent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so she started dating this guy, Ronald. So she's got a new boyfriend. So he apparently knocks sense into her. Well, I got to say, Juan was not happy that Thelma found a new man and uh, decided to take the matter into his own hands here. Yikes. Ronald and Thelma were at Thelma's apartment on January 8th, 1989. According to court records, Juan barged into her apartment and shoved Thelma, then threatened that he was going to kill her and her two sons, David and Daniel Miller. During this explosive altercation, her son Daniel called the police to report what had just occurred and actually what was still occurring while he was on the phone. Of course, and thank goodness, this call was recorded, so the dispatchers were able to hear the chaos and how Juan was behaving. In the background, Juan could be heard shouting that Thelma was a, quote, bitch and, quote, fucking whore. I mean, she was dating Ronald. What a bitch and a whore. End quote. <laughs> know, so, so bizarre the way this woman presents the facts. Yes, yeah. So anyway, she makes me feel coherent, and that's a feat. I know. I, I actually thought I was a real podcaster listening to this podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm not this bad. That's good. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that made me yeah, happy. That's good. So, Vinny, um, what happened is January 8th, you know, they had, they had just had the fight in the restaurant in December. She's got a new man now. He decides to barge in on them at her house and threaten her and the, the 911 call they picked all this up so the police are notified about this they're aware of this guy's behavior and Thelma decided to go get an order of protection probably a good idea you know she's been her life has been threatened a few times with this guy he beats her up he's pretty violent seems like a good idea unfortunately it was a little bit too late so Juan decided that if he couldn't have Thelma no one could Thelma on January 10th made an appointment with an organization for battered women and her appointment was at 2 p.m. She was going to meet with this organization. She did not get there. Mm, they didn't have any earlier appointments. For because, no, unfortunately not. Because <laughs> oh, no. besides working at the restaurant, Thelma also was a house cleaner. Aww. And she was cleaning this woman Elaine's house. 
And Juan knows about this because he she was cleaning the house while they were dating. Okay. So she goes with her son, David. Now, David had to go because he called in sick to school that day. So David was home from, sick from school. She had to bring him with her to work to, to clean the house. So he wasn't home by himself. And uh, unfortunately, Juan showed up at Elaine's house. Now, Elaine got home around five o'clock. And I bet you her house was not as clean it's, as she was hoping it would be. Wasn't, it was dirtier than when she left it, unfortunately. Uh. Elaine returned home from work at about 5 p.m. to a gruesome scene. In her garage lay the body of Thelma Miller and her 12-year-old son, David Miller. They were in a pool of their own blood. The scene was something you can only imagine from a horror movie. The two had been brutally attacked and suffered multiple lacerations about their heads and bodies. You could tell by the size and the depth of the wounds that they were inflicted with force and intensity, according to court records. This guy brought a machete over to Elaine's house, barged in, and murdered these two people in a extremely gruesome manner. How bad do you think Elaine felt when she walked in and went, look at this mess. I'm going to kill that housekeeper. <laughs> She'll never work here again. Oh, shit. She won't. Okay. Uh, well, I just want to give you some more details to show you what a creep this guy is. I hope Elaine was like Lucille Bluth. <laughs> yeah. It was just screaming, Lupe! <laughs> also, according to the court records, several of Thelma's appendages had been severed from her body. Jeez. And poor David, the nature of his wounds indicated that he most likely survived for a period of time following the attack. Ugh. So what happened was she's putting up her arms to cover her face because he's shooting this machete across her face and it's tearing off her arms at the bones. And then she got like all these different lashes to the face and bled out and died. And the son, David, 12 years old, not only watches his mom get murdered, but he himself gets murdered and dies a very slow, painful death after Juan left the residence. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. You Pretty know what, brutal. You know what, though? I think there's a lesson here for everybody. Yeah. Don't bring your personal problems to work. Good point. Good point. Also, who would date a coworker? Gross. <laughs> I know. Never do that. So I, I love this woman, Heather. I'm going to break for a second here and just make fun of this podcaster for sucking. Because so you just heard what Juan did. He uh, murdered two people with a machete. And it was pre-calculated. And he threatened to kill her many times before that. And decided to do it just because she had a new boyfriend. And she says this. From what I could gather on the case, it appears as though Juan was a violent person and perhaps quite jealous as well. Which, to an extent, who isn't jealous? <laughs> From what I could gather, this guy's violent and jealous. Yeah, I think that, I think that's correct, Heather. Now, I don't want to gather the right information on that one. I don't like to go out on limbs on this show. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, here's the craziest part, Benny. Okay. This guy was convicted in... 1999. Yeah, obviously he wasn't going to get away with this after he'd just been heard on a 911 call two days earlier threatening to kill her and her whole family. Doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. That was pretty dumb. I'm no lawyer, but <laughs> not, not smart. So uh, he was convicted and um, sentenced to death row. So good. to death. Good. Where he still is today. In 2023, this is 1991. He has been... I mean, obviously, the, the justice system moves very slowly, but he keeps repealing and, and all these different things, so they just keep him there, and the family's pissed, obviously. He keeps what? I don't know. 
he keeps appealing appealing mm-hmm. yeah appealing his case mm-hmm. but okay. he does it over and over again so he's re reappealing huh. repealing they call that in the justice system <laughs> you're looking at me like wait a second is that true it's not true <laughs> it's not true not at all it's definitely not true. i'm watching you tap dance right now and it's kind it's of pretty fun. good though yeah it's pretty smooth i think not the worst so um i've seen worse oh this was this is funny too when police went to juan to tell him that his ex-girlfriend was dead you know they were just doing like a courtesy thing like hey by the way i just want you to know that we found thalma dead his reaction was is david dead too <laughs> whoops we didn't say anything about david sir oh i, I left just... him alive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might still be alive he was alive when i left so yeah. I don't know. I, last time i saw him he was alive-ish so that's my creep i didn't bring chad zumak because i've already brought chad zumak on this show oh that stopped you that's true. I, did, I mean, did, I did do uh, who did I do twice? Um, if Joe Mark Biden was Cuomo. born in Steubenville, I already know what this episode would have been. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think I think I did Cuomo and Biden each twice. Yeah, maybe Fauci. I don't know. Doesn't matter. The point is, go to our subreddit and vote for Carl, who brought the creepier creep, Juan Kinley, who murdered his ex girlfriend and her son with a machete. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do not vote for Larry Dean Porter, you don't know what a creep is. Wow. Calling out the uh, the fine folks. Misery everywhere. Misery, disgusting misery everywhere. Dude, have you ever done drugs before? It's pretty fun. What do you mean misery? I've never raped my old kid to get him. No, I know. That part's not great, but it's not all misery. <laughs> There's also getting high. Yeah, and by the way, to vote, just look for the descri- uh, look for the link in the description of the episode for those of you who are listening. All right, Carl. Carl, Carl, Carl. I believe that would make it time for Who Are These Creepos? Creepos. That is correct, Vinnie Paulino. Edit this part out. Who are these creepos? Is uh, a segment on the show that we do because we believe we have the greatest true crime podcast on the internet today. And we don't want to just say that and leave it hanging there. We want to prove it. And the way that we prove it is by busting on other podcasts one at a time and proving that we're better than all the rest. And this week is no exception. I have a show called Creeps and Crimes. Creeps and Crimes? Yes. A show hosted by... They go together like... Yep. Morgan and Taylor. And I'll read the description here. The trifecta is finally here. Join Taylor and Morgan as they dive into the most interesting and terrifying conspiracy, paranormal, and true crime cases. (sighs) Fucking again, paranormal. These best friends and former college roommates will give you give you forehead chilling moments with a side of contagious laughter just to take the edge off whether you're driving in your car or enjoying a glass of wine kick back with these 20 something year old iconic but chaotic besties every thursday and let's get creepy oh you're gonna catch a case of boredom Vinny, i think one thing i've learned from this show because we weren't like, we're not besties and we didn't go to college together. We don't even like each other. I know. I know. And I think that's why we don't have this kind of chemistry. Like we need, we need some, uh, some chemistry and like a catchphrase. What do we have to ride the tandem bike again together? Oh yeah. That's a good idea. We need a catchphrase, Vinny. If you're driving, throw that shit on cruise control. If you got a glass, pour that shit up and let's get creepy. Vinny. Clip it. I mean, Clip it. I mean, what do we got to do here? I'm thinking we need something like when we start off the show, we can be like, uh, time to get your creep off on. 
but we sing it in unison. I don't know. Maybe oh, you want to try it once? Yeah, ready? Okay. One. Now, what are we saying? Uh, time to get your creep off on. Okay. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Time, time to, to get, get your creep, creep off on. See? Fucking nailed it. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty good hmm. stuff. And we just lost I don't seven know. people on Patreon. <laughs> I don't feel that that's the right energy for what we do. <laughs> Probably now that now that we got that out. Yeah, all right. That's a good point. All right. So I just listened to uh the most recent episode, and these women are out of Tennessee. And this is bad timing, I have to say. Hey guys, it's Morgan and Taylor. We wanted to hop on here before you get into this episode and let you know that this was recorded on Friday, March 24th, meaning it was prior to the school shooting that took place in Nashville, Tennessee yesterday on March 27th. Today, I'm going to be covering a case that involves a school that was involved in the occult practices and involves children. Oh, 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 oh boy. That's <laughs> a bad start. <laughs> We're going to have to do a rough start on this episode. Yikes. Yep. All right. Well, um, I think that obviously that school shooting was horrific. And uh, there's six dead victims from that. So we have to acknowledge that, obviously, Vinny. What I love about this is for some reason they do a moment of silence, which is not a thing you do on a podcast. But listen to how the moment of silence transitions into the show that they had pre-recorded before this horrific thing happened. Okay. We will now place a brief moment of silence to honor those that we have lost. Thank you. Get the fuck yeah, out yeah, of here. Yeah. Welcome back to Creeps and Crimes Podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Morgan. <laughs> Is that hilarious? Guys, this has been a really tough week for all of us here in Tennessee. We mourn for the families. We mourn for the victims. Let's have a moment of silence. And we're back with the creep off. What's happening? It's time on? to creep off. <laughs> Holy shit. Time to get the creep off on. First of all, first of all, <laughs> yeah. we're not doing a fucking moment of silence for anything. No, that's dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. It doesn't accomplish anything. Like, let me ask you a question. If you were died horrifically, would it make you feel any better now or ever if you had any type of consciousness knowing that people just stopped talking for like 15 seconds? I wish you would stop talking now. Don't wait till after I'm dead. Do it now. But yes, there we go. That's the moment of silence I've been waiting for. Thank you. I appreciate that. In in Carl's honor, one day I will be dead. All right. So can't wait. The show starts with all this banter. You know, it's just these two girls yucking it up, having a good old time. There's 15 minutes of nonsense that goes on. And I read in the description, it says kick back with these 20 something year old, iconic, but chaotic besties. Now, 20 something. When I hear that, I think these are young people. Oh, no, Vinny. They are getting old and it sucks. And the colors were so bright. Yeah. No. Can we talk about that. It yeah. was like a freaking retro vibrant filter. It on was. Light. It was like we were just like tripping. And now we're like gray, like, uh, we're that's so fucked up. The fact that I'm so fucking aware of what the weather is really tells me how old I am. Yeah. When I was little, not a care in the world. Weather girl Tay. <laughs> now I'm now I'm fucking a meteorologist. Yeah. She's fucking a meteorologist. Carl, what what was the description again? The description was whether you're driving in your car or enjoying a glass of wine, kick back with these 20 something year old iconic but chaotic besties every Thursday. Yeah, that's what I thought. They spelled moronic wrong. <laughs> I love that they call themselves iconic. What they, does that even mean? For- I don't know. They just got picked up by a some type of network. It's called Dear Media. And I, I looked it up. It's a podcasting network 
for women. So congratulations on that. Finally, a true crime podcast with women. Good job. All right. So oh. here we are. We're 15 minutes into the show, Vinny. And they're talking about how they went out on St. Patrick's Day and got rip-roaring drunk and went all around all these different bars and drank and drank. And then they were both sick afterwards. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. complaining about how sick they were and all the problems that they had. And they couldn't record the show because they were so under the weather. I woke up so sweaty and like clammy and <sighs> greasy. Achy. And my whole body was aching, headache. I was like, fuck me, dude. So then we moved our recording yesterday to today because there's not not a shot i because we knew get we anything done thing. wednesday night yeah so th- this conversation goes on and on Vinny, this is how uh, a normal show would handle this a similar situation uh you would say hey sorry the episode is late i've been sick better now all right Vinny, let's go instead they uh. have to explain how they felt day two was just as bad as day one and then day three i took this medicine like whatever when are, i mean this is the thing that they all do. Yeah. They all think we give a fuck about them. Too personal. No one cares. No one cares. They want to hear a true crime show, not yes. the besties, friends. And by the way, let's talk about this. Uh, fucking. <laughs> I was trying to think of a serial killer. Let's talk about fucking uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Ted, Ted Bundy Ted again. Bundy. We let's talk about it. Mm, awful. Uh just thought of a funny nickname for you what's that the blt killer <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i thought it man okay Vinny, um, i need that photoshop yeah the blt killer because you're fat yeah it's funny yeah it's funny because apparently that's the only punchline <laughs> some people fucking know Vinny's a fat guy i don't even really do fat jokes <laughs> in my act that often and you fucking people are like that's all you got Vinny's, i'm untalented and ugly too come on everybody this is Vinny's. this is not this take your act and and uh, ruin it but this is Vinny's whole thing that he does about being fat hey guys you wouldn't believe this but my wife is hot and attractive and everyone's like well, that can't be true then i go fuck you it is <laughs> all right so Vinny, let's get into the true crime portion of the show i want to hear about some true crime action they're going to bring up a not case, from them they're going to bring up a case that happened in 1981 and let's uh let's hear about it the only blood that Patricia could see from her husband was this small pool coming from the back of his head. Almost like he had hit his head when he fell. Right, not a big gap. Right, like it wasn't anything serious. And when I say like a, pool, a small pool of blood, I mean like the size of my finger. Very, yeah. very tiny. That's not a pool of blood then. Like, guys, the pool of blood was the smallest pool of blood you've ever seen in your life. So that's why you use the term pool of blood, because there's a pool of blood there. Right, right. Otherwise, you don't use that term. On a scale of a drop of blood to the shining lobby. <laughs> yes. What are we talking right. about here? Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, I, did you say gatch? There was a gatch on their head? Yeah. Mm. yeah not great. I hate when people mispronounce words. <laughs> this lady is a real gatch. <laughs> All right. So the other thing that I find appalling about this show is how little research is being done here. This woman is telling a story. She doesn't know any of the facts about it. She has children of her own from a previous marriage, and I believe he did as well, but I know for sure that they had a child together, and his name was Tim. He was relatively young. I want to say like a teenager at the time. It's never explicitly stated how old he was, but there's a lot of references saying that he's very young at this point in time. Ain't no fact-checking. We just leave out those details if you don't know them then don't, not 
Don't let us know that you don't know anything. And it's funny because later on the episode, she says this. I had to research it a lot. Well, you should have researched it some more. Mm. I mean, a lot's great now, but maybe get some of the answers, uh, the questions. You know what she ought to do? Just some, so she doesn't run into this problem in the future is uh, just go find another podcast that talked about that creep and play the clips from that. Yeah, that's what I do. It's great. <laughs> Especially if they say things like insert music here. It's always I fun. It. Fucking Carl. All right. So apparently this police lieutenant died in his home in 1981 and they brought him to the hospital. They thought it was a heart attack, but it wasn't a heart attack, Vinny. Listen to how shocked the co-host has to sound here. <gasps> yeah, this is so annoying. I hate this. It's just so fake. Lieutenant Joe Clark did not die as a result of a heart attack. He was shot in the back of the head in his own home. What? Joe was murdered. Well, I hope so, because if you're doing a, a story about a guy who died of a heart attack in his home, it's not going to be very exciting, is it? Yeah. Yeah, this guy had poor health. And where did oh, a God. heart attack come into any of this? Did she just arbitrarily pick a heart attack? Well, it, it doesn't even make any sense. Because, like, no one, no, there's no detective that walks into the crime scene that goes, oh, this might be a heart attack. <laughs> Probably a heart attack. Except for the, the blood, pool of the blood. The blood from the head, yeah, yeah. it might be a, a clue oh, there. Wasn't a heart attack, eh? So my creep this week had high cholesterol. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Of course he's murdered. The, one, the other one was like, what? I told you we're not allowed to bring each other. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I the other was like, what? That's crazy. I, what? And, I know. Maybe you and I should do that for each other more often. Instead of trying to tear each other's stories out, we should be like, wow, then what happened? Opiates. Do you guys Whoa. realize that the secret to good content is not yes and, it's no but? Yeah. And and also go fuck yourself. Yeah. Let's not forget that Eat one. Eat shit. <laughs> All right, there's a couple more clips here. I want to point out how dumb these women are. I'll just play this, and then I'm sure you'll catch it, but if you don't, I'll let you know. There was tons of shattered glass. The glass came from two locations. The overhead light above the island, and this is, remember, this is the 80s, so it's not like a chandelier or, you know, the lighting that's, like, up in the ceiling that you can't see it. This is, like, one of those fluorescent LED long lights that goes above a kitchen counter in the 80s. Yeah, right. My house still has one. Yep. You know all those LED lights that they had in the houses in the eighties. Vinny, you aware of that? Yeah, the ones like on there. No, no, no. LED. Oh, LED. Right yeah. diode. Very different than fluorescent. She needs fluorescent tube. Yeah. Very, very different. And the other one was just like, oh yeah, I got LED fluorescent lights in my house too. Yeah, yeah I've had them there since seventy two. Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah. you're right. I'm dumb. I didn't catch it. That was very stupid. It I is. know. There's a lot of stupidity going on here, including us. Last clip I have here, and uh, this is like they're explaining. So this this police lieutenant made an announcement that he's they're going to crack down on the drug problem in their in their city, and the next day someone shoots him in the head through the kitchen window. All right, while he's getting up to grab a snack, watch, he's watching a basketball game with his wife. Gets up to grab a snack, shot in the head. What was the score? Well, the the Celtics were down. They were they were down by seven. I don't like to hear that. I know. So then, um, th- again, the, the details that go into this, like none of this should be surprising to anyone. Now, this is very crucial because this means that the person that was in that Ford Pinto could not be the shooter. This was the getaway driver. So oh, now shit. we are two. looking for two suspects in the murder of a lieutenant. Holy shit. Holy shit. Two people wanted him dead? I thought there was just one. 
What? Ugh, so fucking annoying. Anyway, this show sucks. And um, they do have a Patreon. Uh, they didn't show how many people support them on there. I don't know. They also have Cameo. Oh. Man, you can go on their Cameo and get them to give you a personalized message for, I think, 65 bucks. You know, we ought to do that. No. We should do creep off cameos. No. Terrible idea. Okay. <laughs> Terrible idea. Cardiff. We'll, we'll you know who should be doing them is Cardiff. Oh, yeah. That, that would be a great idea. Cardiff should get right on that immediately. And he should give us a percentage of it for thinking of it. 1,000%. I already got paid today by him. I got my 279 Canadian. I mean, Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. I'm sorry. <laughs> Carl, you ready for some uh, voicemails yeah, from let's, some let's of our listeners? Voicemails. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. $50,000 worth of wheelchairs were stolen from the Syracuse wheelchair basketball team and melted down and sold. Good news is, though, they're still favored by 17 over the WNBA All-Star team. <laughs> See you in Syracuse. Dude, that's hilarious. Uh, way to go, McBride. That was great. Uh, so, women's basketball is our favorite punchline around here. Yesterday, and I'm going to offend some people. I apologize in advance. It's just it is what it is. Yesterday, I go to grab lunch. My wife and I are out having lunch, and um, all of a sudden, there's there's people around the bar area. They turn the music down, and they turn the volume up on the TV for the women's NCAA tournament championship game. Yeah. And I look over cool. at the people watching this game because they're, like, talking about the players and shit, and I go, do you guys have money on this game or something? What's going on? They're like, no, no. This woman up here, she's going to set this record for NCAA, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Holy shit, ESPN has actually convinced people to think that women's college basketball is an exciting sport to watch. Props to you, ESPN. You did it. I don't know how you did it, but you actually did it. People were earnestly, guys, were earnestly watching this. It's got to be that Disney, something with Disney. They get you every time, don't they? All right. All right. First First voicemail, Carl. If you like sauce made from tomatoes, if extra cheese can make you smile with pepperoni or dipped in alfredo belt expanding by the mile have we got a food for you Vinny? thank you sir i don't know what that is but i'll make it me hungry yeah I'm i like all that in. song all right my new ringtone hey guys uh it just occurred to me has anyone asked Cardiff, if he's a Veggie Tales reject, be interested to find out. Love the show. See you. I have never asked him that, but I don't think they would have let him on the set. I think that uh, the OP radio show is the new Veggie Tales. If you ask me, that is uh, a lot of fun to watch. I oh, have a come voice- on subreddit surfing. We're glad to have you. I have a voicemail for you. All right. Hey, this voicemail is to the creep-off. Vinny, it's your boy, Mino from Montreal. Seeing as we're both Italian men, do you think you could do me a solid and play the Benny Hill bed under the scum parade for old time's sake? Thank you, fuck you, bye. Over the whole with, thing? What does that have to do with being Italian? That's, a, that's an interesting thing we have going today. You happen to be wearing your uh, Italia pole. There's a lot of Italian track jacket. Yeah. Yeah, it is definitely, uh, it is way, it makes me seem way prouder of my people than I am. Well, you know what I like about that is that it's made by a German company. That makes me happy. Well, dude, you think the Italians are going to make this efficiently? This would have made out, this would have had like a silk lining in it. (laughs) 
<laughs> very ridiculous. <laughs> you want to use this for athletics? You must go to Germany. All right, uh, let's keep it going. This one is from the great Seamus. Hello, Kyle. Hello, Vinny. This is the great Seamus. Now, Vinny, what is so funny about Peter Popadick? I have a very good friend in Rochester called Peter Popadick. Anyway, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Now, so Carl is a waging cunt. Yep, I agree. Um, Peter Popadick is funny because it's funny and you know it. It's goddamn funny. He was on the uh, scum parade last week. If you missed it, he's a, yeah. a local gentleman who uh, is a bit of a creep. Now, uh, Mint, I am not responsible for this, but this is a message to our friend at or it's Mint Salad. Yeah, on Twitter. Or well, I think she lost. I think she lost that. Oh, she did, didn't yeah, she? But whatever. Well, she's great. We love you, Mint. Also, what the fuck is Mint Salad going on about with barbarians? That movie's one of the most batshit, absolute bonkers things I've seen in a while. It's fucking great. She struck my penis and also my dick and balls. God damn it. Okay. Fuck. Settle down, great Seamus. Huh. But he is right. Barbarian was fucking fun. Barbarian was fun. And uh, oh shit, Carl, we got a celebrity call in. Shit. This is Christian Weston Chancellor, the original creator of the Sound True Electrical Hedgehog Pokemon. I'm coming to finish what podcast Hitman couldn't. Be ready, Jenny. She. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's not going to be good Poor for Jenny. I'd hate to be Jenny right now. Now, Carl, here's someone with a comedy lesson for you. Oh, good. No, this is, uh, they kept it to 45 seconds, too. I'm impressed. So I have to call out Carl. Everything was going great on this last episode. It's air B and D. Joke went over really well. Everybody enjoyed it. Vinny was having a good time. It came out of nowhere. It's good stuff. But then Carl had to go and forget what they talked about on Seinfeld, which was to go out on a high note. Does anyone to talk about Air D and D? And that thing just deflated like a bad Tom Myers joke. Yeah. <laughs> Carl likes to talk about word economy and yes ending and explaining your joke and all this other crap. Yeah. Well, Carl, Air D and D was a big fail. Airbnb was a riot. Next time, leave it alone and don't beat that dead horse. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. I'll hit. I'll hit this I on do myself. I tell jokes. <laughs> Some better than others. I'll hit this on myself, sir. All right. We got good point. What else we got here? Oh, this guy wants to yell about subreddit surfing. I'm going to save that for later. Okay. Um. Here we go. I've got a creep nomination. Every year, my city has a spring cleanup program where you put shit that you don't want out by the curb. They pick it up for free. I figured this is the perfect time to replace a toilet. It's the world's worst toilet, so I even thinking I'm going to be cute, put a little sign on it saying how fucking awful this toilet is. I came out this morning, and it's gone. Not the sign. The fucking toilet is gone. My nomination is whoever took the fucking toilet because the pile of garbage is still there. The city hasn't come yet. So either Carlos Mencia drove up said, there's a funny joke, and he took my fucking toilet, or somebody took a toilet, and they're, I don't know, cuddling with it. Fucking gross. What a creep. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. He uh, texted us a picture of the toilet as well, 
it says the sign that he put on it says free ultra clog 9000 <laughs> guaranteed to overflow out your money back no turn is too small using the patented poseidon flow valve system this toilet only uses 0.001 gallons per flush unless it detects solid waste of any size in which case it generates 7.5 million liters of water that's as much water as three olympic swimming pools it's just under a minute tired of dry floors this is the toilet for you always dreamed of an ocean view from your bathroom this toilet is a must-have and someone took it that's hilarious the ultra clog 9000 uh, wow oh that's really People funny. love free shit don't they hey we Literally. got a super chat from s i love vinnie p cups last week at wats is there any chance of carl covering homie hopper as a consequence no, but here's what we are doing. We are adding a consequence to the wheel because of my appearance on WATS. If you remember, Carl? Nope, I don't. The Smule con oh, consequence. Yes. Oh, yes. We're have to great. go do karaoke with weirdos. Yay, Super Chats. Thanks, us. Thank you so much. Ah, Maximilian H. I'll take this, too. Vinny, I watch WATP, and I love you. Love you back, too. Good stuff. All right, Carl, are you ready for a scum parade? I is. All right, let's go with uh... Skull Parade. Take me on a raid of these fucked raids that these creeps have made. Skull Parade. Vinnie and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Skull Parade. The stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat. Skull Parade. I know every word to that goddamn song. It gets song. stuck in my head. It's a good one. All right, Carl. You ever had a bad breakup? Yeah. Do you ever get weird with a girl after a bad breakup? No. You just move along, right? Moving on. Moving on. Not a man in Maryland. He's been charged with cyber stalking after using social media to harass and intimidate his ex-girlfriend in West Virginia. Now, Derek Bowers was indicted on one count of stalking by a federal grand jury. The U.S. Attorney's Office said, according to court documents, the man harassed the Morgan County woman using text messages, phone calls, and Facebook. Bowers called the victim 815 times within a 48-hour period. Dude, how hot is this woman? I've never met someone so hot that it's worth 815 phone calls in two days. That is insane. I want to see what this chick looks like. Can't she just block this guy? Can't you just block someone from your phone? He also is accused of sending the woman thousands of harassing text messages over a several month period. By the way, if I were her, I'd include this information on my dating profile and fuck it, maybe LinkedIn too, because that's pretty impressive. Those uh, are good numbers. Cyber stalking is a problem in general, but this whole situation here is what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Don't just fucking walk away from breakups. Well, here's the here's what I'm wondering, Vinny, when I was reading this article. Yeah. I would think that by call 700 or maybe 750 or 800, you'd be like, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think this is working. Like, at, at what point do you realize that your strategy is not sound? You would think by call number 100, you yeah. would have gotten the yeah, point. Or, or even three, <laughs> maybe. Maybe she doesn't re return your call after three voicemails. She's not interested. I yeah, and make sure make sure you leave a voicemail too. That she has an opportunity to call you back. Now, <laughs> if convicted, this guy's facing five years in prison for oh, this. that'd be great. I would love that. 
could you imagine being in like prison and having to explain what you did? Yeah. Oh, I was harassing a girl on Facebook. So you, so what'd you do? You like murder her family? No. Just, what'd you do? Like just text her a lot. Send a bunch of dick pics to her. No, nope. no, nope. nope. just text messages. Like you hey, call me back. What's up? How you doing? Dudes are pathetic, man. Yeah, that's, that's a simp right there. That's a real Not fucking good. simp. Not good. Yeah. Don't be a simp folks, please. That's awful. All right, Carl, I have a video I want to show you. Let's go over here to, uh, going to thailand we're going to thailand all right now folks i'm just going to tell you a little bit about this this is a fun little video there was a village where all the women and children's and some men's underwear bras <laughs> and stuff were missing <laughs> oh found them yeah <laughs> holy shit there is a tree of underwear it is a i call it the cum tree well, yeah, you're gonna we're gonna get to that. Yeah, this thing is ridiculous. It's like a, the hut that come built. You have to admit that that's an impressive collection. If you were just a collector, you'd be like, oh, it's not bad. You know what I like about this? A lot of people collect stuff and they leave it in boxes or whatever. Right. But when you can make an awesome display, yeah, put it on display for everyone to see. It's great. yeah. So let me go back to the story here. They arrested a perverted panty thief in Thailand. Uh. Police spotted. You got your notes up on the screen, by the way. Oh, that's good. Glad everybody could see those. Okay. <laughs> Why did it say Carl sucks between every story? Just to remind you to say that to me. Edit that part out. <laughs> Police arrested a perverted nicker thief yesterday following a complaint from local women to the northern province of Kampang Fet. They spotted nearly 100 pairs of their missing underwear hanging out a clump of a bamboo in the community. Now, it was reported that the women who lived near there filed a complaint about their missing underwear to the community leaders. The stolen panties were later found hanging in the bamboo. Now, after being notified, the community leader coordinated with officers from the police station, which I guess was not close, and they managed to arrest this guy. He's a 27-year-old dude named Opus. Yeah, and Opus came clean, didn't he? He certainly did. He admitted to stealing the underwear from several communities in the province and using them for, quote, masturbation purposes. <laughs> Dude, I admire his honesty, but uh, he might want to zoom the real story on this one. Uh, yeah, uh, Anthony Cumia was like, fucking put the panties yep. in the tree. Yep, or, or whatever broadcaster is popular in Thailand. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he said, put them in the tree. It's Cumia country. Um, so he would jerk off on them first. This is the only well, time. Well, how do you stick them to a tree? This is the only time stolen property was found, and the owners are like, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I don't need it. We're, we're good. We're Keep good it. Here. <laughs> Keep it. But he had a good he had a good reason for all of us. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, it was uh his quote, sexual desire is very high when he gets drunk. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you should stop drinking then. And uh after using the stolen items, he would just hang them up in the big clump of bamboo. Oof. Now, six victims who found their underwear on the tree filed complaints with the police. The officers also urged other victims to complain to the police. So if you were watching that and you saw your underwear in that tree, contact the town. I don't know if I'd be able to pick out my underwear from a tree, Vinny. It's, it, I don't know. It's not that um, unique, I guess. Yeah. No, I'd see mine. You would? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be the, the whole thing. Make like a circus tent. Yeah, people. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? So uh, the officers for the administration uh, removed all the underwear yesterday. I don't know if they're giving it back to any of the victims, but they had to take down this poor guy's display. That, folks, is a real pervert right there. Yeah, I, I uh, invested in stock in the local laundromat. I think that's going to do very well in the coming weeks. Carl? Yes. 
How do you feel about uh, city works programs? You're all libertarian and shit. Well, city works programs really work. That's how I feel about okay. that. I mean, we live in Rochester, but I think that you would agree with me that when the government tries to help people out, it rarely ever comes to fruition. We've only gotten, it's only gotten worse and worse. Sure. Well, we're going to go to Louisiana. An Ascension Parish worker was arrested this past week after urinating in the water supply for several thousand people. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to say that this is probably the dumbest crime imaginable because there's, there's nothing you get out of this. You you just get in trouble. You all drank my pee. Yeah, I guess. Neat. Good one. I don't even think this guy's Chinese. His name is Michael Mastin. He's not even playing a joke. I, I get it. Waka waka. All right. He's been a long tenured employee at the treatment plant, and parish officials provided surveillance footage appearing to show the now former worker urinating into a water tank at the West Bank water plant in Donaldsonville, where Mastin spoke to sheriff's investigators. He did not provide a reason for his alleged action. The plant, which the parish bought from a private company in 2016, serves the city of Donaldsville and some parts of Ascension's unincorporated West Bank. Now, it has two bathrooms. Yeah, they th said. My favorite part about this article is it explains it. Like, by the way, there are bathrooms at this facility. As if we were to, to believe that this was his only option. Well, what's he going to do? He's got to pee. I mean, what are you going to do? Oh no, there were toilets there. Oh, okay. So we should have used the toilets. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Now the timeline here is the sheriff's office was notified about the allegations at 10.46 a.m. on Wednesday. Okay. The State Department of Health and 23rd Judicial District Attorney's offices were notified between 11 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. And uh, this man <laughs> was arrested by noon. Good. Yeah, this guy is in a lot of trouble for that. And according to, of course, according to the people at the water place, the water is in good standing meets all safe water drinking requirements. Oh, then they had to put out the statement like we don't tolerate this type of behavior and blah 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 blah. Wouldn't it be great if just one of these times there was a press release that just says something like, "We actually thought it was kind of a funny prank." Yeah, stop being so uptight. Yeah, I mean, guys, do you know how much water there is in here? That little pee is not going to kill you. The municipal kind of funny. Water authority would like you all to know to uh, learn how to take a joke. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty good goof, right, guys? What do you think? <laughs> a spokesperson said pretty funny shit <laughs> just once i want it to be the case all right carl last story of the day this one is fucking gross nine men have been charged over extreme body modifications after footage of gen genital castration was allegedly broadcast to a paying audience marius gustafson 45 along with eight others is alleged to perform extreme body modifications including the removal of penises and testicles so I thought that chopping off penises and testicles was applauded these days. Isn't that like a thing that we're supposed to be really excited about? Yeah, I thought YouTube featured this. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, can we lock up not just the people who were doing this, but all the people who are paying to watch this? Yep. Or or send them a link to patreon.com slash the creep off. I think they might enjoy our programming as well. Yeah. If I these guys, if they better not have used the uh, buy creeps for creeps tagline that's ours welcome to the unix stream <laughs> a stream for creeps bar creeps chopping off cocks gustafsson who is originally from norway uh said that the procedures were filmed and uploaded to unic to a unic maker website he ran and subscribers would pay to watch he's the ringleader in the conspiracy involving 29 offenses of extreme body modification the Metropolitan Police said the charges related to 13 different victims. Jesus. Raids were carried out in London, Scotland, and South Wales. 
Uh, a total of nine men later appeared in courts in London. Now, there's no way he's getting away with this. Remember that whole okay. Vinny, okay. Remember the podcast we were playing earlier where the girls were supporting each other and laughing at each other's jokes and having a good time with it. Remember, we we're gonna learn from that. We we're gonna try to be better. All right, we'll we'll that talk. ain't funny. <laughs> Thank you. Gustafsson, he lives in North London. I was charged with a conspiracy to cause grievous bodily harm at the tent between January 1st, 2016 and January 1st of last year. Now He's further uh, charged with acquiring or possessing criminal property, making an indecent image of a child and distributing an indecent image of a child. Now, he appeared alongside a guy named Peter Waits. He's 65 years old. He's also charged with conspiracy. Waits is allegedly to have been involved with nine of the 29 incidents. And another guy who's a Romanian named Ian Secor, 28, works at a hotel in Scotland, was also involved. And then three other guys. Now, they were all granted bail, but... Nathan Arnold, he's 47. He is alleged to have removed Gustafson's nipple. Bieran is accused of removing his penis. And Crimey Appleby is accused of freezing his legs requiring amputation. Jesus, fuck. They were all each granted bail and will appear at the Old Bailey with their co-defendants next month. None of them have entered any pleas on the charges. Now, the crazy part is the victim wanted this, right? Yes. The group is alleged to have been part of a society in which people willingly undergo extreme body modifications. The practice There's is... There's easier ways to lose weight, people. <laughs> Vinny, I don't want you chopping up no, your leg, No, there buddy. isn't. I don't want you chopping up your leg. The... <laughs> That's what I keep telling the doctors. <laughs> the practice is linked to a subculture where men become nullos, short for gender gen... genital nullification. By having their penis and testicles removed. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's a bad mm-hmm. idea. This is the planet that we we share oxygen Jesus with these people. Christ. We share this planet with them. I don't like it. Yeah, at least I that guy's not walking around bothering anybody anymore. And who's the pussy? One guy's getting his legs ripped off, and the other guy's like, yeah, I guess take a nipple. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab his nipple. That guy didn't grab the short straw on that one. Please. Hey, I have a, a message for these people from... Uh, from our great president trump okay stop it that's pretty good uh we had a super chat from i'm annoying (laughs) don't vote for carl vote for vinny thank you for the five dollars but vote for carl now brought it today where i don't know we have a, a, a a pity revenge petty revenge case versus a true psychopath so you know, vote Patty accordingly, people. Case. You How heard dare me. You, sir. you heard me. Well, that is today's scum parade. I had a blast with you, Carl. Thank you to Jessica for coming on with us earlier, as always. And uh, Carl, I just want to say, Vinny, the things that we cover on today's show were major crimes. Shit. <laughs> All right. So uh, that is that. And Carl, is there anything we want to say before we leave? Don't forget, we're going to be back on Wednesday. Right. Yeah, we do a uh, bonus show every week now. So if you sign up for our Patreon or Backed By or Supercast, which there's no links to any of those things anywhere because we need a website. We got to get our website back up. I want to talk to you about that after this. I okay. had an idea. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, so please support us on patreon.com slash the creep off. And then you can hear our Wednesday editions where we do a scum stream every Wednesday, 1130 a.m. Eastern. That's it. Hope you'll see you there, folks. And uh, until next week, remember, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gah.